Welcome to the Audible Word, where we narrate biblical passages for your convenience. However, we would also like to encourage you to embark on your own journey by reading the Word of God and discovering what God wants to say to you. Well, with that said, our passage for today is found in Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. But just before we get to our passage, let's take a look at some interesting points. Philippians is a book, or really a letter, in the New Testament of the Bible. To get a better feel for the book, we need to examine the history and geography of it. To do that, we can ask the following questions. Who, when, and why? Who wrote the book of Philippians? The Apostle Paul wrote the book. He was a native of Tarsus, which was in the Roman province of Cilicia. He was a Jew and a Roman citizen by birth. He was well-educated in what today we may call the humanities, but his main area of study was rabbinical, and he had studied under the famous rabbi Gamaliel. When was the book written? Philippians was written sometime between 60 and 61 AD. Paul was in Rome at the time, awaiting trial before the Roman emperor Nero, and this is the second of four letters Paul writes from prison. It was then delivered by one of his associates named Tychicus. Who was it written to? The book was written to the church in the city of Philippi. It got its name from the father of Alexander the Great, Philip II. He founded Philippi in 356 BC and named it after himself. Philippi was located at the northern peak of the Aegean Sea. And finally, why was the book written? The letter was written for many reasons. There was no real problem at the church, which is the usual reason Paul has had to write many of his letters. The letter is personal and informal, like a friend writing to a friend. There is, however, the pressing matter of returning Epaphroditus back home to Philippi. There is also moral and doctrinal issues that are mentioned. There is a warning against the notion of being perfected by works. Paul exhorts them to live in a way that is worthy of their true citizenship and uses the terms rejoice, thanksgiving, content, and praise some 20 times in the letter. It is a letter filled with joy. The letter provides the perfect example of the relationship between genuine Christians. Now that we have a better understanding of the background of the book, let's get to our passage. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, 
I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. All readings taken from the New International Version and used by permission. Opening theme music composed by Rolf Eichland. Background music provided by Purple Planet.